Hi, people at home. Vayechi is the last portion of the book of Genesis. Every book represents a certain energy. So the, the energy of the first book represents something that's called Keter, the crown. The second book represents Chokhmah, wisdom. There is five levels of energy. So the level of crown is the seed level. We are talking about the seed level. So if we're reading, this week we're going to read the end of the seed. What does that mean? It helps you manifest idea. So this week, Vayechi, within it, contain manifestation of ideas. So it's funny, we, we just have a conversation upstairs. And manifestation of idea, manifestation of relationship, manifestation of whatever you want to manifest happening this week. The point is, how do you move something from a thought to an action? You know, if you are a carpenter, right? And somebody come to you and they give you a, a thought. You need to talk, and then it turns into an action, right? There's three levels. Thought, words, and action. The Ali in this week portion explained that a human body has three levels of consciousness. It's called Moach, brain, Lev, heart, Kaved, liver. And we need to explain what does it mean. Now the Moach, the brain, is taking care of the thought. But that's where the highest level, that's where the soul actually, the house of the soul. It's called Neshama. The second level of the soul is called Ruach. The spirit, it's where is it? It's in the heart, where basically the whole essence of emotions, which is not always balanced because emotions are not balanced, they're up and down. The heart pumps the blood, you know, in and out. You're either thinking about yourself or you think about others. When people say, I'm very sensitive, you know, people usually say, I'm very sensitive. You should always ask them after that, to who? You know, who do you sensitive to? To others or to yourself? Usually, somebody, I'm so sensitive. To who? Me. To me. You know? So the idea is that the feeling is not something balanced. Then you have the liver, which were the nephesh, the lowest level of the soul. The liver represents lust. L-U-S-T. Lust, passion. Uh, I want, I want, I want. Which without the liver, without that energy, the body is not driving one. You know, there is people who are basically, if you, they, they have good consciousness, they have good things, but they're vegetables. You know, it doesn't matter what's, if it's bad news or good news, their face stays the same. It's like, nothing is going on. You know, there is people like that. No, not in LA, not in, not in LA. I mean, in LA, everybody's perfect. In New York. <laughs> but, but there is some places where people, it's like flowers without winds around. Nothing really going on, nothing really happening. So, so you need the last, you need the passion, you need the liver. Now, when you look about the name of those three things, Moach, Lev, Kaved in Hebrew, Moach, Mem, Lev, Lamed, Kaved is liver, which is Melech. You get Melech, Melech means a king or a queen. When a person is capable with his consciousness, her consciousness, to put the mind first, the soul, the Neshama first, the thought, the mind, how can I make my mind the strongest? Then my feeling I have to create some balance. And then the last, then your life can become better and better every day. When you put the liver first, then the heart, then the, the mind, or you don't put the mind at all there, then you get kaf lamed mem in Hebrew, that means clue, nothing, emptiness. You know, you can't let the liver rule over your life. You can't let I want it. You know, like kids, when kids want something, when they're two years old, I want this, I want this, I want that. They can't control their desire. They, they just want all the time. They want food, they want attention, they want to cry, they want to scream, they do whatever they want. That's a liver 
control. When the liver controls everything, then what left in you is basically you are out of control. When you are out of control, don't expect life to get better because you don't even know why it's better and you don't know, even know why it's worse. You don't know why your relationship doesn't work and you don't even know why your relationship works. You have no idea. It's just a guessing trip and I hope one day it's going to work out. But it doesn't. And you think if you start blaming it, you become a victim.com and all those feelings, oh, it's my mother, it's because the way I grew up is where I came from. No, don't ever blame, not because it's a bad thing to blame. It's actually fun to blame. It's fun. You go into a hotel, and I'm sorry if I'm hurting you in any way, if you're Jewish and you go into a hotel and you don't complain, people start down and give you a Jew. You know, Jewish complain. Complain. You, you, you complain. You gotta complain. Why? It's a disease. It's a, no, I'm telling you. It's a disease. We can't help ourselves. You see Moses in the desert. Moses in the desert. Any miracle you want. You want a bit of split the sea for you? No problem. You want food from the sky? No problem. What else you want? Anything you want. Angel, five minutes is here. What do you think? It was enough for them? No. 40 years complain. And Moses is the greatest leader. Who can handle something like this? From age of 80 till age of 120. Because we, you know, it's, it's a certain tribe that unfortunately or fortunately, I don't know how to look at it, that complain. We like to complain. I, I'm not the first one to say it. Woody Allen actually said better. Say when you go to kosher restaurant, people complain twice. Once about uh, that the food is not good and second, that the portion is too small. And Woody Allen said if the food is bad, when do you want a big portion, right? So, and the idea, the idea if, if you get to the idea of complain, when a person complain non-stop, it's the liver start to take over. You know, people who have drinking problem, what get affect the liver. People who have anger problem, what get affect? You ask a doctor, you don't need to ask me. Liver, 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 liver. How do you say liver in Hebrew? Kaved. What does kaved mean? Heavy, heavy. Person is cannot move on, cannot forgive. I can't forgive what my father did to me when I was 12. What happened? He sold my bicycle. Okay, how old are you now? 52. <laughs> you know, in Hebrew, say, Yala, you know, move on. Okay, I understand. It's okay. And I'll be honest with you, we're laughing about it, but I, for me, it took a long time to forgive my father, my mother, but the way I grew up, I don't think I grew up in the perfect way. Now, when I'm working myself spiritually, I think it was the best way that I can grow up. There's no complaint. But it's not because. I appreciate them or I don't complain because I'm spiritual. It's just a better way to live. And the portion called Vayechi. Vayechi means Chaim. Chaim means life. Life. But the entire portion is about how Jacob died. They call the portion how to live and the entire portion discuss how Jacob died. And we need to get into it and understand your life because this Torah exists 3,400 years old. You know, people read it a thousand times, people give lecture a thousand times, people, students heard lecture a thousand times, more, millions of times about this subject. So, according to the Kabbalah, according to the Zohar, this specific knowledge, this specific information renew itself every year. So what is the meaning for you, for each and every one of you, about Vayeti? What does it mean to you? Do you live your full potential? Do you actually feel that you live your full potential? 
spiritually, full potential happiness, full potential money-wise, full potential love-wise. And if you don't, don't be upset. Just ask those questions. If you don't ask the question, why am I not reaching my potential? Am I for real after my potential, right? I mean, I get for my birthday, everybody get the gift for the birthday. I got the trainer for my birthday, right? People get, people get gift, cake, this, this, you know, they give, they give the, the hint. So my wife and my dear friend, maybe listen to me now, Sally, how are you doing? We get you, what is that, Glenn? We get you Glenn. Now Glenn, twice a day, texting. How many push-ups? Glenn, you know, can't take it. <laughs> Come to my house on Sunday. Okay, dress up, we get, you know. So my thing is to go and do all this gym thing and the lifting weight and the yoga, all of a sudden it become a yoga thing to me. I don't know if you know yoga, but there is all kind of position that horse or dog or, dog or, dog or something like that's what's going on. And uh, sorry, I'm sorry. You don't want to talk about it. this dog and you lift your thing. And we start well, after five minutes, he changed it for me. He said, no, maybe we drop that down, just do like that. <laughs> it's okay. So some people, some people are just talented. That's, that's how you're born. But what do you add to it? Do you add something to your talent? Do you do something? Are you taking Vayeche? Are you taking your life and you make something out of it? You gotta make something out of your life because you can't let it go. It's just gonna pass. That's the only thing you have is time. That's it. Think about it. You don't have anything but time. You think money is saving? No, no, time. And the clock is ticking. And every time that you waste not doing what you meant to be doing, it's like you are. So to say it, it sounds really bad. It's like you, you bury yourself. You know, it's like, it's like you're digging a hole to put yourself there. So please, this week, just sit with yourself. It, it doesn't take a long time. Sit with yourself. What do you want to do? Where, where are you going? How is your life going to look like in December 2020? You know, you, you got to come up with everything. Numbers of money, number of friends. Also, new friend you're going to meet is also important. What kind of uh, hobby you're going to have? Um, losing weight, in my, my case, you know, being more athletic, being more sport. You know, all those things has to be. Because sometimes you go after your liver. When you go after your liver, you start putting on your list. You know, the, the, the thing, where which city I'm going to visit this year. People vacation, it's a very big deal. And I always tell my children, I tell my wife, it's a little bit boring what I say. I say in vacation, something's very funny. In the picture, it looked better. When you are in the picture, it actually doesn't look better. You know what I'm saying? The blue ocean, sand, gold, white, whatever it is. Unbelievable that you arrive there. Very nice. Very nice. What's going on? I mean, nice, nice view. Nice view. How long am I going to take? I mean, for you, maybe you can take the view for longer. For me, it's basically two hours and it's over. Saw the blue ocean. I saw the horizon. What's happening now? We got to come up with something here. Got to come up with something. It's like Debbie and me. We've been invited to go to Mexico to give lecture. The lecture didn't happen, but the Mexico happened. We arrived to Mexico. I don't even remember where it was. And uh, was not enough people. And I don't like places where there is not enough people to talk, to jog. And I'm going walking around, and I walk for a long time. When, when I when I when nothing to do, I'm going to walk. So I'm walking. And they give us a villa on the beach with everything you can imagine. Jacuzzi, the thing. Like, the whole thing. And... Full bottle of tequila, I guess it was no customer there. And a full bottle of uh, 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 scotch that I like. So, wow, life is really good. So, first day, you know, no complaint, of course, unbelievable. But in the morning, I said, 
kind of quiet here. What's going on? No, no, no fighting, no, no, no joke, no nothing. So I start to make friends, but me with my accent, dark skin, try to imagine a beer, arriving to people I don't know, say, hi, how are you? You know, I have a villa, it's kind of a big, it's on the beach, beautiful fireplace, everything, we got it all. And we have a lot of dream. Would you like to come tonight? I'm talking to that couple. <laughs> Run away from me. So I send Debbie and said, Debbie, you know, maybe you go to Tokyo, American, you know, white skin, maybe it's going to work better, you know? I think they thought I'm, I don't know, ISIS or the other organization or uh, dangerous. So Debbie went and she came back the same way that I come back, but laughing. So what's so funny? Sally, I talked to this couple, I talked to the ladies. I said, well, what is it? I said, excuse me, we're not swinging here. <laughs> and, and I'm looking, I said, oh, what are you doing this life? How do you, how do you make friends without threatening people? What is it? So we're sitting on the table, oh, we're still bored. You know, nobody gets closer to us. We try to see, like this table, everybody is alone, couples, couples alone. I said, you know what I'm going to do, what New York are doing? In New York, you do it. You know, you take a drink and you share it with your friend and table, different table. I said, wait, I'm just going to fill up this few glasses, give it to each table. But, you know, usually in New York, if you do that, you know, people take the drink and come to Selheim and, uh, and, and they say hello to you. Nobody even can. Only, only one person. So what is going on? I, think, I thought, maybe, maybe we have something on our face, spiritually. Then one person came. You know what I asked him before? I said, before you speak, are you from New York? Yes. I said, I and I start to realize that the place where you live make a difference. It make a difference. There's a certain culture behavior that how you behave in a certain place. And to accomplish that liver, heart, brain, brain, liver, and uh, heart and liver, you got to start with your consciousness, your talk, then your action. If you're jumping into action before uh, feeling, before uh, uh, talking, and then the mind, it's going to be mashed potato. It's going to be a shakshuka, if you know what it is, scramble eggs. It will be a mess. You have to start with the conscious. So, Vayechi is giving us the power to rearrange everything that couldn't be arranged in the last three months. Whatever they work in the last three months, you sit together with yourself, start to rearrange everything. Start writing about what you want. You also have to write what you don't want. Don't make a list of what you want. Make another list. I don't want that. This, I don't want this year. And then you will see step by step how things coming into place. The story of Ayachim, besides the death of Jacob, the death of Joseph, the death of everybody, basically it's like if you talk about Broadway show, it's the end of one part of Broadway show because next week we start talking about Moses. So if we turn it into a show, this is gone. Next week, new player, new show, Moses is coming into the picture. Jacob is basically giving a secret, hidden blessing to the children, his, his own children. And by him giving the blessing, if you read the blessing, it's not look like a blessing. It looks almost like he crushing them. He's almost reminding them what they did wrong and what they did right. And the point is, if you, let's say, come up with an idea, let's say you come up with an idea how to make sushi in one hand, I'm just drawing a concept. So you come up with that idea. Do you want to hear compliment or complaint? Normal human being want to hear compliment. 
If you cannot take criticism, you're not there to grow. You're not open to grow. Criticism are coming to make you a star. You want to be touching the star? Get the criticism, get excited about it. Get excited, like, okay, thank you. What else? Give me more. Today, uh, Debbie showed me a, a report <laughs> of 16 pages. 16 pages of uh, something that I built and what's wrong with it, you know? 16 pages of what's wrong. And we're driving, and she see me so happy. She said, keep going, keep going. She said, <laughs> she started laughing. She said, something, you know, something's off with you, you know? When you hear good news, you kind of, oh, you're right. I said, very good. When you tell me the news, I say, oh. Slow down, just read it words to words. I need to hear every complaint. She said, why? So I said, listen, when, when this company that we hire complain about what's missing, and I know I can make everything better, then I go ahead and I change it with them, we're good. But if somebody just give me compliment, he bury me, he killing me. I'm not sitting there and dying slowly and I have nothing to do, okay? I remember when I was 60 pounds more, Nobody would respect, would tell me that I'm fat. Nobody would ever tell me I'm fat. Can you imagine 60 pounds on top of it? Try, try to imagine that thing. I'm going to all the party, blessing all the famous pop star, and then the, what's the name, the, the, the R&B star, and nobody's afraid, you know, this guy's a big shot. But the first time that I woke up, maybe I need to lose weight, it was actually in the hospital. I took the wrong pills, okay? I'm supposed to take a blood pressure pills to try if that's worked for me. I end up in emergency room. The professor happened to be there. The professor happened to be from uh, Israel. So he looked at me, he checked everything. He said, listen, nothing wrong with you. You, just, you have to lose weight. That's it. That was the, you have to lose weight. So what's going to happen if not? So well, you know, depends how long you want to live. Depends. You just have to. You know, that was it. So sometimes a person needs a slap in the face. Some people need the good words. A good word is good, but it can bury you. If you're afraid of criticism, you're not meant to be grown. But if you look only for criticism, you it's abuse. It's, it's, it's too much in the brain. So what, what Jacob is doing with the, with, the, with the children of Jacob, what he does with his kids, when he's telling them what's wrong, and all this is, is to prepare them for a better future. And that's how you are helping someone. If you don't love someone, you don't tell them what they need to improve. If you tell them what they need to improve for your own sake, then you're just a selfish person. You want them to improve for their own sake. You know, you want them to make it. So, so they will make it. No, they will make it so you can benefit from it. You know, a lot of husbands want their wife to lose weight, but it's not for the wife. They actually want their wife to lose weight so they have a trophy in the house. Oh, <laughs> look at my wife. <laughs> it's almost like there is a shawarma. You ever saw a shawarma going around? And they and send them to a plastic surgeon, they cut few here, a little bit here. Yeah, and make sure they all disappear. That's how they look, it's sick. Because it's all me, 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 and my, you can't think like this. But if you think about what's good for her, what's good for her health, what's good for cholesterol, what's good for long life with a woman you love, no pop, that's a winner. So your intention comes from the brain, your feeling, from the heart, your lust, your passion comes from them. We need three of them, three levels of consciousness. Again, Jacob, blessing the brother in a hint way is basically tell them everything that's going to be in the future. Now, any questions so far about your life, about something? What? Question online? No. So, so it's a, 
There is a rabbi by the name I would like to tell you the story. His name is Rabbi Hanania Ben Dosa. Rabbi Hanania Ben Dosa used to make miracles. He's a miracle maker. Unbelievable miracle maker. Like that. Any miracle you want. So people used to go to him for pray. If somebody gets sick, they go to him. And we're going to read it to you in Hebrew because it's beautiful. Amru alav al Rabbi Hanania Ben Dosa, Ayabit Panel Akhulay, Omer Zechai Vezemet. He used to tell who's going to make it and who's not going to make it. Can you imagine you go to that rabbi, make it, not going to make it. So they ask him, How do you know? How do you know who's going to make it and who's not going to make it? Amar, im tfilatish gura befi, im If my prayer works very fast, I don't need to think too much, that person stay alive. But what does that mean? If my prayer go fast. Now, depending on the rabbi mood, if the, if the, if the words are not coming fast, and it's not like you know the prayer by heart, then you know something might be wrong with that person and might not make it. Why is it like that? Why it cannot be like that everybody make it? The point is like that. Your destiny, most of what's going to happen to you, most what's going to happen to you, include your choices, already been written. It will be very difficult to change. Very difficult to change. That part that can be changed, you need to jump to a different movie. If you look at the movie, if you remember the old days, you could see the film, you know, in, in the movie theater 30 or 40 years ago. You could see actually the guy with the projector used to be the, you don't know, too young, right? It, it used to be a film that's running like that. So that, you know what I'm talking about? That, after Super 8, I'm not talking about Super 8, that small eight minutes. That film includes all your life in it. You can't do nothing about it. But, you can take it, the film, take it out, and put another film. That jump requires a serious change. A serious change. When Rabbi Hanani Bendosa used to pray for somebody, he would see if those options were available in the beginning of creation. He was at such a high level that he could reach that level that he can check, is this optional? Is this available for that person to make it or not? Now, what does it mean for us, connected to Bayechi, connected to livelihood? Many times, we start with an idea. Most people start diet on January. Uh, people start uh, overcoming an addiction. And some people last for months, some people last for two months, some people last for a day. Everybody has the whole strength. To change a movie from shift, like, uh, I should call it a, a, almost like a life shifter, to shift from one thing to another, it either will take a time or it will take like a big decision that you have to make. You got to ask yourself, and, and I'm sure you know, what is difficult for you to change? Is it your anger management issue? Is it your laziness? Is it being criticized by people? Is it, what is it? What is it that will make you jump from one movie to another? Because the other movie is waiting for you for a change. Is that clear for everybody? Is that clear? So if I will ask you now, just now, what would be the, your jump? What would be your thing that you can jump from one to another? What would it be? Would you like to say it publicly or would you like to say it the person next to you? Say it to the person next to you. I got the message. Okay, two minutes. Say it to the person next to you. What do you think? Talk three, a group of three. 
What do you think would be the job? What's your job? because we don't believe we have a control. If you have a control, then why are you worried? Everything's going to be perfect anyway. So, But you don't believe you can control that everything will be perfect, and because of that, you can make that change. That's kind of funny. All control freak believe that they cannot control, that's why they have to control. You know what I'm saying? So this is like a, it's a psychological thing, it's not even spiritual. But it's important job. If you believe that stuff, go for it. What are you gonna lose? Nothing. <laughs> Only gain. Only gain. Huh? Criticism is it's very hard. Most people can do it. Very different. Actually, Bill Gates said it. Bill Gates say that the reason his business grew because he started listening to the complaint more than the complaint. It came from him. He said the complaint is built by business. Yeah, he didn't take it personally. It's okay. What's wrong? Tell me. I want to hear because I want to make my place better. So if you think like that, it gets you out of box. You know, out of box. Oh, I did. Yes, we have some. Before we going into the zone, we have some questions. Yeah. Even even if it's an insult, you filter it out as a as a constructive criticism. It's actually not bad because if somebody insults somebody to be whatever it is bad or something like that, it's for for their own good all the time. It just takes some time to come to that conclusion. You know. Yeah. All right, guys, we need to continue. Yes, one second. I will let you talk when everybody quiet. Here we go again. Take control over the crowd here. The wild crowd. Yes, yes, please. To improve people? No, to hear criticism, not to tell criticism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If if it's coming, if the the zor in a different section, it's come from a verse that's called Ochech Tochech Etamitecha, Lotisalav Chet. The verse means 
if you have somebody that you love unconditionally, you must tell them what's wrong with them if you love them. But before that, you have to check if it's true love. What is a true love? That you truly care for them. You have to check, am I truly, like say children. Normally the parents care for the children. So for the parents to tell to the kids uh, what's wrong, it's allowed. But the question, if the kids can handle that criticism, you have to check it too, the ability. Your intention is right. But what they think of you, are they sure that you love them? Are they sure, when I used to play games with my kids when I was young, I used to think I'm cheating him because I was winning. So I start losing. Maybe, you, maybe, and, and my losing was actually cheating, but he needed it for his spirit. So we have to, it's a balance when it comes to kids, if that's what you ask. When it comes to children, it's a balance. It takes some time uh, between the criticism and to see that they can handle it. It's, it's, it takes some, some time. There is a rabbi that died in the Holocaust and he writes, Chanoch Lanar and Pidarko. His name is Esh Kodesh, the Holy Fire, because he actually buried his book in, in a camp and they found it years later. And uh, a lot of the education of children come from his books. And he said, Chanoch Lanar and Pidarko, educate the kids based on his style. Educate somebody based on their level. Why is that? Because sometimes we come, as a parent, I can tell you, it's too strong or too soft. And it's happening with the husband and wife sometimes. You know, the husband really want to help the wife, but the wife doesn't see it help. And the wife want to help the husband so much, but he doesn't see it. You know, if you sit in a restaurant, see the wife tell the husband, you're so cheap. He doesn't help. You know, he's so cheap. He doesn't help. No, no, not going to be good. Next time he's not going to the restaurant with you. So the idea is we need to be sensitive to the area before we open our mouth. It's good to tell a person what's wrong. It's, it's good to criticize, but if the criticism is uh, 95% and the compliment is five, it will be tough. So uh, I recommend you read the book. It's not Kabbalah book. It's by, um, not Things and Grow Rich, the other book, uh, How to Influence People or something like that. I forgot the, the, the name. To win, friend, yeah, but don't use the manipulation part there. Just read it for the sake of spirituality. Yeah, you want to ask something? Think, yeah, the, think that the awareness, this is the conscious, this is the meditation level, this is the highest level, then feel, and then lust, which is delivered. Those three areas in your body, as Rabbi Azikuri explained, as I explained, is a major part in the body but the mind always have to go first the heart then the liver if the liver go first if the last and passion go first then you lose yourself you're out of control because you can't let the liver take over let's say if you go on a date and you're sitting there and i don't know the person that you're dating is outstanding good looking uh, uh he just parked his ferrari in the garage what else education unbelievable Ooh. Uh, everything's perfect then. Everything. The liver start pumping. Boop, boop, boop. You know, there is a red light in the liver. You desire to continue that date or whatever you want to call it, second date. Okay? The point is you got to slow down the liver and start consciously understand are we meant? That's conscious. Are we meant? You balance it. Up. The heart also can confuse it because the heart sometimes feel good, feel bad. Very confusing. Then the mind. The mind 
is more, and it will sound a little bit religious, the mind belongs to the Creator, to God. Your mind is a vessel, is, a, is a, almost like a container for where God is sitting in your body. That's your mind. So you free yourself from your feeling, you free yourself from your desire, and sit with yourself. You can close your eyes or open your eyes or go to a quiet place and say, Master of the Word, you created me in your own image. I think my liver make me confused about decision here. I need to open my mind for the answer. I don't know what the answer is. And give yourself some time. Things will happen. Things will happen. Thinking one? No, it's not your mind. It's your liver. <laughs> to get to a level that it's your mind, take a long time. For you to say it's always the mind, I know already your liver influence you. You know? Basically, basically physically, physically, the way the body operates, the blood that need to be filtered physically need to be filtered from the liver. The liver is clean. You know, you should read about it, physically. Then the blood that go to the heart is clean, and then the blood go to the brain is clean. So it's going it's going through the filter and then your mind can think different. But because we are not clean, we have all kind of negativity and doubts and all kind of thing. The liver is being poisoned in our mind. We can't think straight anymore. We we don't own the brain. You know, we don't own the brain. We don't have a whole. It's like my friend who has a drinking problem, God bless him. And he's trying to convince me he doesn't have a drinking problem. One day his wife called me and said, Yeah, you got please New Jersey, I gotta see you urgently. So I'm arriving and I see a couple after a fight, if you if you're married for a few years, you know how it looked like. A couple after a fight, usually there's a quiet in the house. Quiet, nothing going on. And here I'm coming, he respects me a lot. So when I'm coming in, he's already dressed. And there is bottle on the table. There's a bottle on the table. There. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying to <laughs> And the wife is in the kitchen. She doesn't want to get involved. I'm getting there. I said, brother, what, what's, what's happening? So, Try to convince her I don't have a drinking problem. Say now, how do you do that? So you see the bottle is complete. I'm choosing not to drink. I'm choosing not to drink it. I say, how long is this choice gonna take? I mean, how long? So when I'm working on myself, when my desire will go away, then I open that bottle and I start drinking it and finish it. See, you couldn't finish the bottle. So yes, because I don't have desire for it, and for that reason. Once I open it, then says so I'm brother. You know, after the first shot, when you drink the first shot, uh, the choices change. The first shot change your choices. You no longer can control it. If you have a problem with drinking, everybody's different. Some people sex, some people anger. Angry person, the first words they say and complain makes sense. Second thing they say never makes sense because they lost it. Anger comes from the liver, drinking, drugs, all of that. So when your liver start controlling your life, you think you're doing the right thing. You think you're doing. You feel. Oh my God! I feel so good with that lady. Something about him and her that I felt it. Divorced 20 years later, really bad lawyers, all kind of problem. But it was great feeling. Oh, what a feeling! Oh, the passion, love from the first sight. Oh, let me tell you, I'm looking for you for all my life. You're my flame mate, right? The normal soulmate now. Everybody call it flame mate. Soulmate, together, part of my soul, all those. Let the Creator, let God come into your mind and start setting things up for you. And you will see how you meet the right people, you mean the right thing, but lose control. If you control everything, that's a liver. You control, I have control, I'm arranging, I'm there. Let go, let go. 
I always tell people, you're going on a date, are you capable of not even looking at the menu? Don't look at the menu, just draw the menu. You don't need the menu. Let your partner, whoever you're with, trust them. So what do you want to? I love you to decide. Let go of everything and see what's going to come on your table. You know, that's a question. That's a question for all of you. I mean, are you need to control everything? Then the mind is not working. The liver is working. So always the liver. You gotta control what words I'm gonna say. Some people go to courses. What the first thing you're gonna say on the day? What the thing you? What is? It? Is it like really work? What if that marriage never meant to work? Why you wanna manipulate it so it will be on your side? Why? Why you do that? Why? Why you? I mean, I would like to have another arm. You know, because sometimes I need to scratch my back and want to take a shower. I need an arm right here. And when I'm drinking tea and getting coffee, I need another arm to answer the phone. No, I don't. So I'm going to manipulate the whole universe to get something that does not belong to me. That's what people do with, with the manipulation. Taking that, I have to take it to the Zohar because of time. Um, the Zohar in the verse of 34 is talking about something that God is doing to people which is a little shocking. It's written like this. It's written about, you know, Jacob and his children and his grandchildren. They're all moving to Egypt. They're all moving to Egypt and the Galut, the exile, began. What is exile? Exile is not necessarily out of Israel. Many Jewish people think, oh, you're out of Israel, you're in exile. You can be in Jerusalem and you're in exile. Exile is mean that you're not connecting to a higher being to a higher force that's exile you can go to synagogue church whatever you like to go in the hindu but you're not there you know your body arrive but your spirit is in a pizza place or in a, in a club or somewhere else you're not there you're actually not there so the mind somewhere else but god cannot do it to you he removed the head and put the head in the club and the body you arrive to the synagogue it looked bad you know it looked bad no head I come here to pray. You cannot even say it because your head is in the club. So the point is, it's called galut. Galut means exile, that you are distance from your purpose. You are distance from your core. When that happened to you, it's called galut. Galut. So it's written about Jacob and his children, his grandchildren. So what God did with Jacob and his grandchildren, he gave them exile and he promised them that he will get them out of it. Let me ask you a question. Why you give me a problem and then you promise me you get me out of it? Better you don't give me a problem and don't get me out of it. What is the process in your life with your problem? Do you need the problem? Do you need the headache of a disease and then you get out of it? A person want to have a disease for two years and after two years they're getting out of it. Ah, huh, thank God I went out. Amazing. Why, why even to go into a problem? Pirush, explanation. So it's say like that. Galut ve'geula. Ve'galut u'siba yeshara la'geula. If you want to have geula, geula means redemption. If you want to have a great feeling, you know, a great feeling, you have to go to exile. Exile for each person is different. Some people go through this disease. Some people is money issue. Some people is you're born with a certain addiction. You're ashamed of your addiction, but it's there. Can't help it. It's there all the time, all the time, you know? It's there hitting your head all the time and you cannot overcome it. So you're ashamed of it. But if I tell you that all your low, all the low part of your personality give birth to all the high, 
If I would tell you that the worst moment of your life is giving birth to the best moment of your life, it depends how you act at that exile, at that low moment, that's define what you're going to be, what you're going to do in the next thing. You know, great performer, great performer of music or movie or dancing or, or any arena of entertainment, when um, different people that I blessed before the show and I went with them to see what they're doing, you know, it's not when they become a star of what they do, it's when things start to go wrong. When the dancer tell me, Eliyahu, urgent, my back, he has a spasm in his back, you know, no, I don't know if you're a dancer, they do this opening in the air, you know, when they run, and yoga, yes, like, like a yoga, you know, so they do all kind of things. So, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> so, you know, so, can you imagine, you can't do that. This is profession. You can't do that. Or you have a you have a, a, a flamenco singer. I don't know if you know what flamenco singer is like. Like the women do this and and this, and the man has big shoes with make some noise on the, on the, on the wood. And there's three guys with guitar. It's a big show, a Broadway show. All of a sudden, uh, his voice, his voice. This is it. This is his business. What do you do? So at that moment, that's called exile. This is your exile moment. What do you do? How do you behave? How panicking you are, how angry you are. Because if you're angry, that's when you have fear. You have to remember, there's simple psychology. Every person who's angry is afraid. If you are angry, don't take care of the anger, take care of your fear. You take care of your fear, you're never gonna get angry again. Very, very simple. So the idea is, what do you do at that moment? So I saw two famous stars that in their moment of crashing, everything stopped not working. And I saw what they do, you know, they're going inside, they start meditating, they start letting the mind say, okay, we are out of control. The back is not coming back. The voice <laughs> is very lousy. The show is about to start in uh, two hours and 15 minutes. We got a problem. So we start working. Once they were open, you can see the miracle that those people created. Okay, I happened to be there, but I didn't, I cannot, I'm not God. I just direct their mind. And you could see what those people could do with their body, what they could do with their vocal cord, what they could do with, the, with, with everything in their life. It's just unbelievable. A person who loses all his money, they taking his house away from him, everything. And he was able to change everything and double his business, double his business way more than it was before. Don't stop dreaming, just understand, you got a crush, so you double it up. If you had, let's say, money term, if you lost one million, you can make two million. If you lost two, you can make four. Whatever you lost, double it up. You have to always remember the rules. Always double. It's called in Kabbalah, or yashar ve or chozer. Direct light and returning light. That's what it's called in Kabbalah. Always double. Whatever it is, it's double, 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 double. But when you start crushing yourself and say, what's going on? I'm in exile, nothing work. My health, my issue, my wife, my husband, the house, the location, I gotta control. Keep controlling. Once you keep controlling, you'll get what you want. But you're not gonna get what you meant to get. You're gonna get what you think it's right for you. And that's what you lose. So that's why the Zohar said, all the time, go back to the idea that you gotta see your galut, your exile, as a preparation for your redemption. And the Zohar continue, and it say, Yosef is coming to see his father who's dying. Tell us the Zohar in verse 36, 
When Yosef went to see his father dying, he's not talking about Joseph. He's not talking about Jacob, his father. He doesn't even talk about Jacob. Jacob get sick. In Hebrew, when you want to say you love somebody, you don't say Ani You say Ani I'm sick about you. That's that you say. I'm sick about you. I'm sick missing you. That, that's the term. That's what they use. So when they say it doesn't talk about Joseph's father, Jacob. It's actually talking about God. Talk about God. That's what the Zohar is teaching us. And he continue. And it says, in the end of life. Okay? Yosef will hear that his father is sick. What does that mean? God in heaven is sick about you. He really wants the best for you. And you are, you are the Yosef. So Yosef that represents the Messiah, represents the end of time. From God's point of view, God wants the best for you. But people don't fully understand it for whatever reason. I think maybe they were bombarded with some religious experience that the rabbi had to control them or, and tell them God want to punish you or the priest told them that. There is a lot of guilt, you know, there is a lot of guilt involved. But the truth, God loves you no matter what you're going to do. It doesn't matter if you're going to do good or bad, God is going to love you. Whoever put in your mind, if you do bad, God will hate you. And if you do good, God He can't hate you. There is no hate within God's system. There is a feeling of guilty. There is a feeling of hate within my system. Because if I didn't earn all the great things that I'm having, then I'm start feeling not being liked by God. Then I'm start feeling that, that I have guilty. But that guilt, that feeling of whatever you feel wrong, cannot come from the Creator. The Creator cannot create something with damage. The Creator can only create love. The Creator can only create joy. So if you don't feel joy, ask yourself, what, what, what's wrong with me? Why am I not feeling joy every moment? You know, you're getting out of this door. You have to feel like the whole universe scream, I love you to you. If you don't hear it enough, that means there is a blockage within you. Because the universe actually scream it to you. The plants talk to you. The stone, the mineral, the, the animal. Everybody say, I love you. Screaming it to you. I'm serious. Screaming to you. I mean, it's unbelievable energy. But if you're not into it, you're going to say, okay, what for lunch? There are some people who are just living their life day by day, and there is nothing going on. You know, I always tell people, if the guy in Starbucks know your name, you got to change your life immediately. If the guy in Starbucks know your name, yeah. now if the guy in Starbucks or the girl in Starbucks know your name and they know what you order, you are dying. <laughs> then one person answered me like that, and I didn't like it. They said to me, Eliyahu, are you telling me coffee kill you? I said, no, not the coffee. Hello? I said, I say, they know your name, they know what you order, it's boring. Make some change. You're going to make some change in life. It cannot be the same. It cannot be the same. There is so much potential to your life. Don't sit there and wait for some opportunity. There is no opportunity. People waiting for some knocking on the door. You know, somebody knock on their door and something good is going to happen. There's no knocking on your door. There's actually no door. Nobody can even find your door. You know? So enough. Get over it and do something. Get out of there and say, Wrong place, same coffee, people know me. What's the new friend you made? There is so much opportunity online to meet new friends, whatever it is, not only for dating, just to meet people. Doesn't matter how. So when you get to the creator, when you get to the creator, when when Yosef say, my father is sick, that's mean God is crazy about you, crazy about you, love you so much. When you change, and when you tell him, bring your two children, 
What does that mean? Bring Menashe ve'Efraim. Vayikach imu et Menashe ve'Efraim. What does that mean to bring bring me your children? It's a iratzon min elokim shebashamayim shikabelat banav sheparu ve'rabu bagalut. And God telling you, bring more of the people, more of the people that suffer in the exile, so I can make them enjoy the redemption. Now, is there is a pain now in your life? You have to ask yourself, is it what, what is painful in your life right now? Is it relationship, it is money, it is health? Um, some people don't even feel pain, even if they are on the wrong track. That's the worst, that's numb. You know, some people become numb into what's going on in their life. But you gotta feel pain. If you don't feel pain about nothing in your life, that's when you're dead already. It doesn't really matter, you know? If you are living or you're dead. Dead people, by the way, I don't know if you get the notice for that, they don't have pain, you, and, you know, right? So if you take a needle into a dead body, there is no reaction, okay? So when people have no pain at all in their life, it's not because life is perfect, it's when they die already. So if you die, what's your next thing? ordering coffee, they know your name, they know the same restaurant, what's for lunch, go think, go to the air salon, do your nails, do your thing, the same thing, go on Amazon, 12.30, order the thing, go the same, get angry when people make you angry, criticize the one who criticizes you, you don't have any choice, there's no choice, everything you do is what, reaction, your entire life is one thing, reaction, 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 what do you, if you take the word reaction or reactive, and you change it into creative. What did you create? What did you create in this moment? Did you able to change your reactive into creative? Change just the letters. Creative. What am, what am I creating now? Somebody's not talking nice to me. I'm gonna, not going to talk nice back to them. Wow, bravo. Great job. What did you do by that? Nothing. Am I able to overcome that? That's the thing. Whatever it's the bottle of drink on the table. Whatever it is, this is Vayechi. This is the power of this week is Vayechi. You want to become alive again? Alive. Because it's saying in the end of the Zohar here, Jacob never died. Even they discuss the old death of Jacob in the end of the portion, he never died. What does that mean? He reached such a high level of consciousness that even when he died, like physically the body died, is alive is alive. You know, when a person comes to this world, they say that, you know, they cry, and when they leave this world, they're supposed to smile. Why? Because when they, they cry, because they come into a life and the task is too big, the bar is too high, the accomplishment is so far from what they need to do. But when they leave this world, they're supposed to smile because they were able to accomplish what they came here to do. But some people, you know, come to this life and just laughing and laughing and laughing, and when the life ends, they start crying in the hospital and sitting there and crying because nothing been accomplished. Nothing actually been accomplished. How many books you meant to, to, to write? How much money you meant to donate all over the world? How many souls you meant to be saved? What is your, what's your mission? What is your mission? Some people tell me, oh, my mission is, uh, you know, uh, have two children, uh, a dog, and uh, get married or don't get married, and maybe have some money to buy my own home. The, this is all a reaction, reaction to what you think. But you got to go above that. And I'm not here to preach you or teach you how or what to do. Be creative. Come up with idea. What do you want to do with your life? And don't tell me it's, never, it's late. 
You know, you read the story, I think, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, I think he started, what is it, 68 or 78? I don't remember. 68, I think. He started Kentucky Fried Chicken began when he was 68 years old. So don't talk to me about being too old or something like that. Dream and go for the dream. Don't just sit there. I'm not saying Kentucky Fried Chicken is healthy for you or kosher, <laughs> but I'm just saying the concept. <laughs> There's the concept. Yes, the concept is, is an important concept. <laughs> my, my son looked at me, really, Kentucky Fried Chicken? We eating it? So, last thing, before I'm letting you go to your coffee bean, I mean uh, Starbucks or whatever it is. Yeah. So it say, the end of, of the, the Zohar, it say, it's a little tough. Rabbi Yudah said, look at people, how much everything is sealed. You know? What does it mean everything is sealed? Say so they don't hear, they don't see, and they no, have no clue how much love and how much mercy the universe have for them, and how much love and how much mercy God has for them. And they just look at that like, take it for granted. The problem with taking things for granted is not that it's wrong. You can take things for granted. But what's the value of things if you take them for granted? When you take things for granted, what's the value? I see sometimes a guy open the door for a girl, opening the, 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 the door for the car, and the door to the restaurant, and my God, I mean, they put it there, and extra effort. But I never know if it's come from manners or it's coming from appreciation. I cannot tell. I mean, maybe the girls can tell. But how do you know that this guy is just doing right manners to get the attention of the girl? Do you understand what I'm saying? All the guys truly appreciate your existence, really appreciate being with you. The same for a guy, you know. There is this story, I'm sure you saw it on TV, you don't, I don't need to tell you. Uh, they told me, they remind me about the story today in the radio show. So a guy who was 77 years old, fall in love with a 26 years old. Allowed? Yeah, I guess it's allowed, right? But she decided to cash out some of the money in the bank and buy a yacht. Okay, for, for, and she claimed she want to buy it for him. Then, <laughs> so now it's a fake check and all kinds of things. So the police in Miami, there is a big problem right now. And he asked them not to put her in prison. He asked the lawyer, please, please, let's save her. She didn't mean like that. And he see the good in all of it. But the question is, is he really a nice guy? Is he really like, what, I mean, 77, 26, I don't know how many years, I mean, but it looked like far, okay? It looked like far. I mean, when is she going to be 77? Long time from now, right? In 2070, right? Okay. So, the idea what I'm trying to tell you, the concept of, um, the, the whole idea of understanding life, about who you are, what you're doing here, what is your vayechi, is to get into a place that you, you have to, to make sense to yourself. Like, what are you doing? What was he thinking? Is he thinking she's there because he's so beautiful? Or he's so sexy? Or so knowledgeable? So smart? Or he realized there is a deal going on here. It's okay, you know? I have the money, you know? You have uh, the look. You know, everybody's happy. You know, so people sometimes get surprised that something like this can happen. There's no, there's no surprise because everybody has an agenda. When you are with people around you with agenda, 
Why would you be angry when they fulfill their agenda? Why, why are you so upset? Why are you so upset? They want only one thing from you. Are you clean? You want nothing from them? Then you should leave. Then you should leave the date on the spot. Goodbye. I don't know if somebody ever did it. After five minutes, I gotta go. Okay? Beautiful. You should try it. It's amazing. It's work amazing. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, and you disappear. You call them later that you left, by the way. You don't tell them that you leave. Okay? Try it. I can, I can coach you how to do it. It's beautiful. So, and the idea is, if there is no hope for the, because otherwise you have to be polite, gonna cost you $120 the dinner and stuff like that. <laughs> it's before the two glasses of water arrive to the restaurant. I'm reminding you. Once the water arrives, it's already too late. You stay in there for too long. And it can, you cannot leave the restaurant because of the look. It cannot be because of the look, because some guys did it. And listen to my thing, I said, was she amazingly beautiful? I said, no! I said, no, you should stay there. You, you cannot do it like that. You should do it because you find that there is a severely no connection. I cannot describe it to you. Like, there is never gonna be, in any lifetime, a connection. You know what I'm saying? Even if we live five lifetimes, it cannot be a match. So when you are in that level of understanding, you realize it's not happening. It's not happening. Now, to leave, confront them, something you gotta get out, and then you have a... By the way, I left. <laughs> this is what's going on. We can meet again, i tell you why. <laughs> so the idea, the idea is, again, I wanna finish with that. I know it sounds funny, but I wanna, I wanna finish with, with, with the idea that you need to know that this universe has so much mercy on us and God has so much mercy on us and the one who wake up the mercy on our soul the Zohar says it's actually Abraham, Isaac and Jacob Abraham and Isaac and Jacob who is buried in Hebron wake up every day to pray for all humanity to do well every day but it's, it, look at that it says when there is pain like there is Australia there is so much pain right? and why there is no answer if they are the one who is in charge of mercy, if they are in charge of all the good things, why does it work? Because we put Avram, Isaac, and Jacob back to sleep. We put them back to sleep. Why? Because people commit so many crimes, so much um, corruption, so much hatred. That even Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, they want to give us the mercy, they want to give us the love, there, there is so much broken. Now what is that corruption or sin or, 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 or crime? What does that mean? You know, when, when you know you're not happy, take that for example, one thing. You're not happy that another person do better than you. Start there. When you're not happy that another human being do the same job that you have, but they do way better than you, then, then you should change that. If you want to change something, is jealousy is the major one. Jealousy is a major one. Hatred is another one. Those kind of things change. Because many people are very busy changing the religious aspect of their existence. But we're not changing between human beings. Like how we behave between human beings. And I think we all sin in that. I don't believe that there's a perfect human being. We all do mistakes. I do mistakes every day. You know, with, between Adam and Chavero, between human and, and another human. You know? And, and, and I end up with a story. We were living in uh, Queens, and I was dating my wife at that time. And uh, a person next to me was was a pilot, 
you know, I think American Airlines. So I thought we were talking about funny, it was a funny conversation. So I, as Israeli, as a bad Israeli or good Israeli, I like to throw a joke to show that I understand about airplane, which I don't understand a thing. So uh, I tried to impress, but it came out really bad. Like, I don't know, I, I, I didn't think it was bad. Truly, I thought it was <laughs> very funny. And the guy get out of the room and left. So my wife looked at me, being thank God to my wife, and I'm continuing eating, like with passion. And I tell her, oh, was that funny, huh? So no, you weren't funny. I was very funny. No, you weren't funny. The guy left because of you. I said, no, you went to the bathroom. He said, why don't you check? Go and check if you left at the bathroom. So I'm looking everywhere. It's gone. So now I'm feeling really bad, so we have to find him. So I found him. He was almost crying. And I said, hey, man, um, name is Abe. I said, Abe? Uh, he said, first, I'm really sorry for that, that I hurt you. He looked at me. I said, oh, my God, Eliyahu, you really knew that you are hurting me? This is unbelievable. That, this is like, I'm so impressed that you know it. And I couldn't help it. I said, actually, I didn't. My wife told me, <laughs> which was worse, worse than <laughs> We are friends now. I mean, it's a good guy. It's so bad because he started to understand how I think. I explained to him, listen, that's where I come from. That's why I, I, I make, uh, we talk about airplane and we talk about mother. And he told me a few verses ago that his mother is very sick. And it, it didn't fit very well with the conversation, you know. What I'm trying to say by that, that mercy and love exist in the world all the time. I'm going to do mistake with the way I speak, the way I behave, the way I drive, the way I'm thinking. We're all going to do mistake, but let's get better in it. Let's get less mistake, less jealousy, less hatred, and send the energy. Hopefully, what we want to see in Australia is rain. We need to see rain cover the entire Australia. No more fire. Enough with that fire thing. You know, you open the news, that's what you see. We see some Iranian people getting angry on both sides, the Iraqi people. There is a lot of anger out there. And everybody, when you talk to them, everybody couldn't visit that they write. Everybody, you talk to this side, you talk to this side, and it's not my business to decide who is right. Our business is, we gotta, we gotta somehow find something together that we can be. I don't have the answer, the only answer I can give you is teaching, study, spreading the tikkunazo, spreading the knowledge as much as we can, so the mind of people change, because once we do that, it can make a difference. Religion by itself cannot make a difference because everybody believes my religion is better than yours. My God wants me not like even in a Grammy yesterday, not Grammy, what do you call it yesterday? I was watching the first 20 minutes and it was one guy named Yusuf, right? My God, he said, my God make me win. So I look at my wife and say, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about? Allah Akbar, nobody saw it? Nobody who's, who's being sarcastic. Who's being sarcastic. Oh, he was sarcastic. Okay, you see, I'm, I'm Israeli. I didn't get it. So you see, I can get insulted from American. You see that? So, so was he sarcastic? Yeah. Debbie said no. It was, no, you said yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for explaining it. But anyway, I want to use it as a, as a right. I mean, don't mind it. So sometimes, sometimes in the name of religion, by God, and all this and that can be can be an issue. No, don't use somebody else. You know, my God, my religion. We gotta come into a common ground that it's one God. There are seven 
1.2 billion people. We worship that one God in a different style, different way, and we are allowed. Guys, you have a great week. Sorry to keep you a little bit later. God bless. All the best. Thank you.